Joining us on the phone, Rob Stern of RobPlansYourTrip.com, travel agent here in Raleigh. Rob, thanks taking a few minutes out with us. My pleasure. So let's talk about how we travel in the land of coronavirus. Well, this is a very different year. 2020 is proving to be a real game changer. I mean, travelers are now seeking wide open spaces. They're looking for driving destinations. They want control, less contact with people. I mean, there's been a surge of Airbnb bookings because those are perceived as you know, safer than staying in hotels. And there's an awful lot of folks are rediscovering camping. In fact, June is National Camping Month. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so there's there's a, a rediscovery of the KOA uh, campgrounds and the Good Sam Parks, and uh, there are folks who are seeking out RV rentals for the first time because you've got your own safety zone. You've got your own hotel room, your kitchen on wheels, your, your own bathroom there, and you can set your own schedule. I have and, seen that. You know, I've thought about doing that. I've thought about renting an RV just, you know, for fun. But now it's like a much higher priority. It just seems like a safer alternative to a hotel. Absolutely. And uh, there are a number of places in the Triangle that do rentals. They come in all different sizes. You can get the, uh, the travel trailer type if you've already got a truck with a hitch. Or you can rent a full-size, 30-foot, uh, you know, complete Winnebago-style uh, there's even a, a dealer in town who's got a restored Airstream if you wow. want to go retro. <laughs> yeah. That so would be cool. It's very cool inside. And so it's a, it's a chance to sort of go maybe back in time to sort of how parents and, and grandparents traveled before we had all the, you know, flight options and trains and things. And this is, you know, what's old is new again. And you've got uh, places that will rent for, you know, one day, just a weekend, you can rent for a week, you can cut a deal for a longer period of time. You, you do have to kind of keep a couple of things in mind. Obviously, you've got to have the comfort zone with driving something much bigger than your little compact. Yep. Uh, you do obviously have the benefit, gas is cheap, but then you have the insurance factor, and some of the folks will charge by the day, but then there's a certain amount of free mileage after that, you're going to pay a mileage charge. So you do want to go in kind of with a with two things in mind. First, a good plan for where you're going to go and when and have some flexibility. Because these folks are seeing just a, a huge demand, and you can't be spontaneous. you got to plan ahead. And you've got to go at least knowing where you're going to a certain extent because you may want to be self-contained. I mean, some folks will do the, the sort of uh, Walmart parking overnight, and that's fine for one night. But most folks want to seek out a park where they can have some you know, electrical, water, and sewer plug-ins and things like that. And, uh, yeah, and be ready to really see the open road. It's a, it's a terrific kind of freedom of control of schedule and place. So with folks that maybe aren't going to go to the RV, you know, not going to take the RV lane for this summer's vacation, how can people keep themselves safe if they are going to maybe go back to that familiar hotel that they always visit down at the beach or the mountains or something like that is is there things that we can keep in mind to do if we are going to stay in a hotel absolutely in fact the websites are all looking at ways to make people more comfortable i was impressed with this new feature booking.com now offers a sort feature for cleanest properties first wow yeah, using the guest ratings. I mean, we're all familiar with lowest price first or distance to destination, but this is something relatively new. And every hotel chain is super hyper-conscious about cleanliness, about limited contact, about 
making sure that there are fewer touch points and there are um, uh, check-ins on uh, kiosks and 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 by uh, by phone and you use uh, uh, eliminate electronic key cards. You can use your phone for some, uh, you know, the door opening and things like that. And they've uh, taken out a lot of the, the the risk from travel, making sure that people do feel as comfortable. I mean, it's it's been a huge blow for the travel industry to have the pandemic and all of the you know of the concerns of people uh, resonating and the travel planning period of spring lost. Travel planning for summer. We're in it, and um, so you, you've got that. And then you've got some interesting folks who are trying to do like a hybrid. There's uh, uh, there's a Kings Dominion uh, Richmond North KOA campground that's gone sort of a glamping direction. They've got these large family-style cabins, and they're really nice cabins, and you can rent them for 12, uh, 14 people sometimes, and you can have the entire family there. And again, you've got sort of a home away from home, literally, limited contact. You can do your, your uh, theme park time if you want to, and you can relax and enjoy the park, and, you know, that's another option for people. Um, folks are rediscovering state parks. I mean, there's a place down uh, on the Virginia-Kentucky border, uh, Breaks Interstate Park, where they've got a lodge and camping and, and uh, rentals of all kinds. And so I think people are really thinking outside the box. They're taking the opportunity to go places they never considered. They're avoiding crowded places and busy places for the chance to uh, to really escape. I think this thing has given all of us a pause. Certainly, you know, we've changed our lifestyles. We're we're not seeing the people that we normally would or moving about the way we had previously in early part of March. And now that we are, you know, three months into being careful with knowing this pandemic is going on and trying to negotiate and find that halfway point. How can we still kind of operate the way we would like to, yet still be safe? So we appreciate all the tips and things that you've given to us. One last thing I wanted to touch on with you. Folks that do have to travel by air, maybe not even by choice, maybe there's a required thing that they have to do. Maybe, you know, it's to go to another city that isn't as accessible by vehicle and... Maybe it's a, a, a must-do. Maybe someone has passed away or something. If, if someone has to air travel, what can we do to protect ourselves there? Very good question. And uh, fortunately, the folks at most of the major airports, RDU in particular, are really preparing for that. They've got stickers on the floor to remind people to socially space. They've got signs reminding people to use your hand sanitizer. You do need to wear masks in the airport terminals at the gate areas and in flight, except when you're eating and drinking. So you're wanting to uh, take those precautions. The other things you can do is try to travel off-peak when the flights might be a little less full. Avoid your Fridays and your Sundays. Many of the airlines, but not all, are allowing the middle seat to stay empty, so you've got a little distance between you and your fellow passenger. And then, again, just bring your wife and prepare for sort of a less-than- fun travel experience, but a safer one. Um, the flight attendants are going to have less contact with you. You've got to really bring your own food and drink because they've limited that. It's another touch point and another place for people to interact. So uh, being careful, traveling off-peak, having a little bit of patience. Everybody's under a lot of pressure. 
and uh, you know, be ready for change. It's not going to be like last year's summer travel. All about the hand sanitizer still. Yes, sir. Rob, thank you for taking some time out with us. That's Rob Stern from RobPlanjardTrip.com. And stay safe, my friend. Thank you. Likewise, and to everyone else as well.